At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v Hour number two of a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network. VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It's all brought to you by BetMGM this hour. Adam Burke in studio talking college hoops with us as the uh, conference tournaments continue with uh, more tip-offs today. Today, beginning their tournaments, the Colonial, the Southern, the Summit. That on the heels of the Atlantic Sun, Horizon League, Patriot League, Sun Belt, Big South, Northeast, Ohio Valley, Missouri Valley, and West Coast Conference already having started. And then America East and Big Sky tomorrow. Southland Conference tips off on Sunday, their conference tournament. And then the big ones next week. What a great time for sports this is. So Adam Burke will talk college hoops and baseball with us. Jordan Sherwood on John Jones and Beyond. Big UFC card uh, tomorrow. He's got thoughts on the big MMA card tomorrow night. And then Paul Spore will join us here momentarily. He gave out a couple over season win totals on the uh, Angels against his better judgment. Mm-hmm. And the Diamondbacks earlier this week. He's got uh, hopefully a couple unders today. And whatever other bets he's thinking about in uh, Major League Baseball. We get tweets at Beating the Book. want to sh- shout out everybody who uh, was uh, kind enough to uh, let me know that it was Tacos El Gordo that I was thinking of. Steven Vegas, Southern Capper, Paul Medina. Appreciate all that. Uh, this is from Corbin. Corbin says, uh, can't wait to ride the volley nets trade again. And anyone who complains about people who come on the shows and give out picks, they need to get a reality check because I'm sure none have a better record than Dr. Bob. Also, can we have uh, some MLS bets from Paul Carr? Here's the thing about MLS. Soccer bettors will tell you this, too. It is the most ridiculous league to bet on. Not, uh, a, not a fun league to bet do you on. Know, do, you, do you know why? Because it's like super... It's, 
I don't know. I would they just, just think say it's, it's super to... unpredictable in, in, in okay. the way that other leagues aren't. I would just think it's like handicapping minor league baseball or something where like the players. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah, like the players just background are so hard to track and have little data to go off of. Al Giannis, ha ha ha. He said that was the most disheartened splitting bits by <laughs> Kelly Bidlin after Gil started the wrong ad. Well, yes, I, I gotta did. bail my boy out, but at the same time, I had Splitting. to figure out who was uh, who, bets. who was screwing uh, who was screwing what up. That would be me, <laughs> uh, Rick Olier, Aria Kelly. If I'm getting a fifty dollars MGM bonus, the only place I'm taking you to is Walmart to get seventy two gallons of ice cold eggnog. <laughs> Hashtag less ride. Yeah, we never got. Man, we we never did have that eggnog. Seventy two gallons. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? We gotta get to maybe when Adam Berg is here. Um, eggnog challenge made me think of the fact that we never did the eggnog challenge because we got past it. That made yeah. me think of Matt Brown not doing the field goal challenge, which made me think about you have grievances to air with Matt Brown. Oh, I do. We got to get to I that. I do have grievances. Teasers and parlays. Got volley nets at plus 124, went to plus 116 immediately after. Let's go. Cricket man. I got the don't build a clock from a judge. Without the clock builders, the rest of the population just has to guess. The doctor knows. This is from old guy get off my lawn. He said, you said you had the uh, volley nets match at a pick'em, but only recommended it down to plus 120. How do you come up with that number? Why not go to minus 110 if you had it a pick'em? That is because of the humility in one's own numbers. Um, if you get close enough to the number that you have it projected as, your edge, your perceived edge is so minimal that I'm not going to play every perceived little small edge that I have. So at some point, uh, to trigger a bet, it has to be a certain margin away from that. That's basically the explanation. Uh, it's a it's a great basic sports betting question, yes, right? For us that handicap certain sports, it's we're only betting on a side or a player or whatever, where we perceive... Otherwise, you'd bet every match. Right, yeah, yeah. where we perceive there to be a bigger edge than mm-hmm. what the sports book has. That's right. Uh, Elvis Toast Patterson, you could tell these people bad-mouthing Dr. Bob are morons or newbies. The guy's a legend in sports gambling for decades. Some people got to get a life or better yet. Do your own handicapping. Paul Spore joins us at Spore. Fan graphs, of course, is where he has uh, done his most damage, and I mean good damage in a good way uh, through the years. And now your new gig, Paul, remind us again. Out of the park baseball, I'm the content director for their perfect team uh, uh, game, which is their their online game. So a lot of fun there. What do you think the chances of you being the commissioner of baseball one day is? What do you think? <laughs> Minimal. I can't take that kind of hate. Can't, can't oh, hopefully, I wouldn't make as many moves to uh, <laughs> to you know uh, garner such hate. But yeah, I, th- I think that would be that'd be tough. Uh, that's a tough gig there. It's a low I, bar. It's a low yeah, bar. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I'm not foolish enough to believe that I can necessarily do better. Because don't forget. You know, same with Goodell and and all of them. Really, they're they're the owner's puppet. That's what and they are. Yep. So, like, you know, I got my I got my critiques from Manfred. I'm not letting him off the hook. But I, the people who think they can just go in that job, I would do it better. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, because you know you wouldn't because you are beholden to some degree. Correct. Yeah, to Correct. to a large degree, if not all degree. Okay. Yeah. Um, you came on here. You liked the Angels. You were even sheepish about it going over on the Angels <laughs> because of past history. You're I'm old... still, I'm fully in on that. I know you are sheepish because I was stupid. I'm stupid enough to go back to it, but I still fully believe in it from like a statistical standpoint. I want to be clear on that. That yes. is not a tepid bet. I'm just not necessarily learning my lesson. There. No, that's a good point. I shouldn't do Some people be like, oh, he's just doing it half hearted. That's true. Mm-hmm. You're not. Um, Diamondbacks was the other over. What? Do you go the other way on here? Season wins in Major League Baseball. What do you like? Oh, no, that's an under. 
I thought I gave you my Dodgers under. Oh, you did give the Dodgers. I under. thought we were doing divisionals. Let's and, do division. And Let's do indiv- division. Individual players. You did. I forgot. Uh, and and the Phillies, Dodgers, the... Phillies were also kind of under as well, but Dodgers were like a firm under. Dodgers at 95 and a half is an under. Yeah. Do Even you, before the Lux injury. Do you think we will have a year where, before we get to the divisions, do you think we'll have a year where no one gets to 100 wins then? Is that what I'm hearing from you? You know, I, I, and I was thinking about that because when I, when I saw you setting me up for unders, I was like, maybe the under one and a half, one, one, uh, 105.5 wins is the move, which is the, the DraftKings line for most teams by a, uh, most wins by a team. I could certainly see it. Um, you know, we've, you and I have talked repeatedly about the haves have not split yes. in baseball lately, very basketball esque over these last few years. I think the gap is shrinking. I'm not sure I would be aggressive on under a hundred wins, but the one Oh five and a half, I think I would hit the under there. Ooh, yeah, I, 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 can def- I can definitely see that. Yeah. Cause then there's other props. Will a team lose a hundred games? Will any team lose a hundred games? You can bet on that as well. Um, so that, you know, again, there has been an ever widening gap between the haves and have nots, but maybe who knows, maybe that, uh, somewhat, uh, stabilizes if you will, this year, this year. Yeah. a little shrinkage. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine, do it's you big. know about shrinkage? I think that's what he was talking about. It shrinks. Um, okay. Divisions. Let's do that. Cause you're absolutely right. You did get the Dodgers and the Phillies right at the end of the segment last week. What do you like division wise throughout major league baseball? Where are you going? This is another one where I'm kind of going back to the well, and, and this one isn't as sheepish. I, I, I do kind of believe in what's going on, although they're already off to a bad juju start again, if you believe in all that. But I like the I like where the White Sox are at, although now I'm seeing that the no the number's still the same. Plus 240 there. It's a little bit against the Guardians, too, and it's not that I don't like this Guardians team. It's just that a lot came through for them to do what they did last year, and I think there's just going to be standard regression. It's not that I don't believe in those players. Look, I got on the Andres Jimenez train last year. I was late to that train, but I'm in. I love this guy. I think he's great. Always been on the Jose Ramirez train. I was always on Josh Naylor. Um, but, you know, Ahmed Rosario was great. Stephen Kwan had a breakout. Oscar Gonzalez, I do not believe in him to do what he did last year or anywhere close to it. So they had a lot of breakouts to make things work. I think there's going to be some pullback there. Their pitching is still going to be strong. Their pitching factory. So it's as much a bet on the White Sox as it is against the Guardians, who are the favorites there. The White Sox just, everything went wrong last year. Um, I never liked the TLR signing, the Tony La Russa never made any sense to me, even putting aside for a moment, the off the field stuff with like his 400 DUI or whatever, like what wh- the game has passed him by. He's a legend. Give him his flowers. He did so many wonderful things. He is a legend in the game belongs in the hall. He's just not there anymore though. And I never understood why a team like that on the rise, a forward thinking team brought in Tony La Russa. Of course, that was Reinsdorf speaking of owners, you know, ca- catering to his guy and, and picking his guy there. I do like them to be better this year, though. They obviously need to find some health, but I think their health luck can't possibly be worse than last year. I still think there's a ton of talent there, and I think that the White Sox can win that uh, AL Central. Okay, plus 240 is the number of DraftKings. Always shop around for these. By the way, Kelly, he said 400 DUIs for Tony La Russa. Can we fact check that? I'm not sure if that's correct. <laughs> give or take. Yeah, give or give take. Or take. Uh, all right, where else? What else do you like division-wise? The Rays. The Rays. You know, they're ah, always going to yes. be at a solid number. I feel like feel like this is a perennial thing. You just kind of take them consistently. You're going to hit sometimes. Uh, you know, Yankees and Jays are the favorites. I get that. I understand that. But I still love that race team. They just churn out talent left and right. They've got a solid 26 that they're looking to bring north. Or I guess they don't really bring them north. They just keep them in uh, in Florida there. But I like what they've got there. And I like a lot of what they've got 
that's going to come up during the season. Guys like Curtis Mead, Taj Bradley could be big time impact uh, rookies for them. Josh Lowe, I still believe in on a, a bit at least, but I love this team. I really love Pete Fairbanks too. I'm big on him staying healthy this year. Obviously that's a, that's an unknown, right? You can never know if a guy's going to stay healthy. But if he does, I think he's going to become one of the premier closers in the game. And I know they don't use a fully traditional closer where he gets 40-plus saves or whatever, but they're not against it if they have the guy. And this is a kind of more of a fantasy thing. Everyone thinks, oh, they're not going to use a traditional guy. It's usually if they don't really have one. But when they do, you know, like an Alex Colomay or Fernando Rodney pops up, they'll go to it. Pete Fairbanks got paid. He's the dude. I think if he's healthy, he's going to be an absolute monster. I like their pitching. Rays plus 380. Rays plus 380 in a crowded AL East. And when I say crowded, invite the Orioles to the party all of a sudden. Maybe not to win the division, but at least they are a competent baseball team now. Um, Absolutely. Was there a third division play? Anything else? Not a third division play. I got a couple of individuals if you want to get to those. Yeah, we got a minute. So let's try to squeeze those in. Home run leader, going back to my White Sox, Eloy. Jimenez plus 3000 on that really love his talent. It's about staying healthy. Whenever, you know, I talked about this concept a lot, whenever the skills are there and all I need is health, I'm, I'll take the gamble on the health. And sometimes it'll burn you like right away. Like Tyler glass now already hurt for the raise, but he is somebody who I think can still hit 50 homers in a given season. Uh, plus 3000 for the home run leader for him. And plus uh, on the hits leader, Corey Seager plus 5,000 there. Yes. He was going to be better even without the shift changes. Stop. People are overrating the shift changes for him. He was always going to regress. The shift changes will help, but he was always going to be better than he was last year just because of where his Babbitt was. So like Corey Seager for hits, Eloy Jimenez for homers. All right. 30 to one on Jimenez. What was your number on Seager? Uh, plus 50 to one. 50 to one on Seager for most hits. I like it. Let's go Corey Seager. So good. Paul, it was a smart man who once said on this show. Staying healthy is a skill. That is your That's uh, right. That is your legacy. I love that quote. Thank you, Paul. We'll talk Thanks soon again. Paul Sporer at Sporer, S-P-O-R-E-R, on the Twitter machine. UFC 285 with Jordan Sherwood on the other side. Numbers Game Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. There it is. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Real quick, we get tweets at being the book. Uh, Patrick, Patty Romp, talk about MLS craziness. One week last season, full Saturday slate of matches. The over six or eight goals hit at about 90%. Lefty underscore 10. Um, he wants to know about hedging. Not enough time right here to go through it, but we'll get to that off air, uh, Lefty. Chris Welko, he says, with all the with all due respect, uh, you're so wrong in your statement about MLS being the toughest league to better handicap. By the way, not my statement, Chris. This is from soccer betters that I know. Uh, it's no different than any other league if you follow and do your homework properly. It can be way more profitable than tennis or any other sports. How dare you? Great. We're going to outrage the MLS, MLS audience. <laughs> That's kill. right. We, 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 oh, I, we tried to come up with reasons of why we thought it might be difficult. We don't know. It's we not us. Know. It's not us, Chris. <laughs> We're just relaying the information. We are not MLS guys. Just like our next guest. Guess what? If I bet you all the time, I would lose, but that doesn't mean there's good. There's not good handicappers out there. We usually reserve our UFC talk for the big ones, and UFC 285 absolutely qualifies. We bring in our buddy, co-host of the unnamed MMA podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Wood on ESPN 1000. Jordan Sherwood, how you doing, Jordan? I'm good, Gil. I'm coming to you live uh, from South Florida, so not in Chicago. Avoiding the snow, and I'm in South Florida celebrating uh, 20 years of our station here in uh, ESPN West Palm. Oh, wow. Congratulations. West Palm, Kelly. Yeah. West Palm. Yeah, we did. That's what I'm saying. 20 hours. I was on late last night for it. Uh, Going to be on again later today. Cool little anniversary thing they're doing down there. Oh, you were on as well. Oh, good for you. Didn't get an invite all the way down to Florida for it. But yeah. Oh, not. All right, usually, Jordan, what we do is, you know, with your everyday sort of UFC card, we go from the bottom up. We do the, uh, you know, the uh, early prelims and the prelim, then we get to the main card. We're not doing that today. Let's start with John Jones. Hasn't fought in three years. Uh, hasn't lost since 2009, although I guess there was a no contest in there after the doping with uh, Daniel Cormier. But John Jones is back in the ring, and it's against Cyril Gunn. 
And Cyril Gunn is not just some dude, right? He's been fighting all the while and fighting well. John Jones started as a dog here, which is curious. I'm curious what you thought about that. And now he's as high. We're showing minus 170, but I'm showing some minus 180s even on John Jones. How do you feel about this fight? How do you see this going? And would you make a bet here and now? Well, I'm in pocket right now with John Jones when he first came out as the underdog. I mean, my immediate reaction is, look, he's the greatest fighter we've ever seen. Uh, And certainly, yes, there's question marks about his ability to fight at the level that he was dominating the light heavyweight division with the added weight and with that time off that you alluded to, plus the fact that, yeah, he's not fighting some lumbering heavyweight. He's fighting a former interim champion in the heavyweight division. And a and a great striker, a fluid striker, a guy with good movement for the heavyweight division, and some pretty good takedown uh, and grappling in his back pocket in Cyril Gaon. But obviously, the, the, the public got you know wind of it, and obviously the smart money, I think, came in on John Jones because we're still talking about the greatest of all time, a guy that has just dominated for ever since he stepped foot inside the octagon. And when you dive a little bit deeper into this, into this fight matchup, uh, Cyril Gaon started to succumb takedowns to Francis Ngannou, uh, the heavyweight champion. Or now he's not the heavyweight champion because he was stripped of the title. But he's not, he's not a grappler. He's not a guy known for his takedowns. And he was able to pretty much control Gaon on the ground. John Jones comes from a wrestling background. He was a junior college wrestler. So a, a lot of people believe that John Jones is going to have to revert back to that to win. Uh, and I, I, look, there's also rumors about Cyril Gaon having a hand injury leading into this fight. Mm. So... Um, I think still the smart play, it's it's trending now not to be if it gets up higher than a dollar eighty, but I still think John Jones straight up to win the fight uh is the smart play. I, I think he's gonna carry the added weight well. He's also a very slow rebroll fighter and a very uh intelligent fighter, avoids damage and knows how where to control fights, and I think that's what he's gonna do against Cyril Gaon uh tomorrow night. So I guess that is the real question just from a strict betting perspective just drawing on your knowledge of these markets. Jones is where he is right now. Like I said, I've seen minus 180s pop. If you want to bet Jones, do you bet it right now because it's only going to keep going higher and higher and higher all the way till fight time? Or is there a point here, Jordan, where you think, okay, now the money's got to come the other way? Or is this just not how UFC works? Yeah, I think when you get to Friday, then it depends on the weigh-ins. What does is, what is John Jones look like on the scale with this added weight that he's going to carry in uh, for, for Saturday? So I think a lot, of the, a lot of the money either way will be determined now on what it looks like on Friday. But I think you're smart to bet Jones at seventy. You then probably got to have to wait until, you know, fight night. Maybe a little bit of money comes on Surrogon. But my, my play is still going to be John Jones. I think we go back to the wrestling and probably to decision. I don't think we're going to get a finish. I think both guys, smart, intelligent fighter, avoid damages. But Jones is going to do enough to prove he's the greatest of all time and a two-divisional champion. Okay. So you, but, but if someone's saying, right, so should I bet a minus 180 right now on the money line? You would say, yes, bet it right now. Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. All right. Co-main, Valentina Shevchenko, Alexa Grasso. Uh, Shevchenko might not be Amanda Nunes awesome, but she has been phenomenal. Uh, making her eighth defense here for 125 pound title. She's a massive favorite minus seven fifty. That's prohibitive. But how would you bet this? Yeah, I'm going to look for Shevchenko to win inside the distance. And actually I'm going to throw a prop out there to win via submission. The reasons are this Shevchenko, I think a dominating champion. We see it all the time. Gil, they get a little bit complacent. Uh, maybe they get humbled at fights 
And that happened to Valentina Shevchenko her last time out against Talia Santos. Split decision victory. Shevchenko took some time off. I think she's re-energized, she's refueled, and wants to show how she is a dominating champion. Alexa Cross is a good fighter. She deserves this title shot. She's got some good boxing, but she's succumbed takedowns before. Shevchenko's going to have a decisive grappling edge, and I think uh, it will be the ace on the ground. And Shevchenko wants to prove, once again, she's a dominating champion because she is also pining for a trilogy fight with Amanda Nunez, or maybe some bigger fights with Aaron Blanchfield, uh, you know, some of the other uh, you know, ladies that are in the division. How do you get those big fights? You go out and finish people like Alexa Grasso. So like, I like the under skill at three and a half. Uh, I think you get it at like $1.50. And I think Shevchenko inside the distance and even Shevchenko via submission because she's just got a decisive grappling advantage against Alexa Grasso. All right, under three and a half inside the distance. And what was the third one right there even you would support? Uh, inside the distance, uh, under three and a half, and then via submission. Via submission. I think you tap out Alexa Grasso at some point in this fight. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Shavkat Rachmanov against Jeff Neal. Rachmanov won... Uh, one point, one place in the rankings of the welterweight division below Neil, but don't be, uh, don't be swayed by that. He's sixteen and zero, finishes in every one of his fights. He's a big favorite, uh, minus four fifty favorite. You are playing a total here as well in this. Yeah, I am because look, I, I don't want to hedge either way on how Rachmanov finishes the fight because he's an equal, he's an equal opportunist. Sixteen finishes, eight subs, eight TKOs. Uh, but I think he's a former champ. I think he's a going to be a future champion. So I think Rachmanov's going to probably, uh, you know, get this fight out of there rather quickly. Jeff Neal is the toughest test of date of his career, but I think he just has an advantage everywhere. So uh, maybe I'm just hedging my play, my play that Neal could catch Rachmanov and, and end the fight because he does have hands of stone. That's his nickname. But I think Rachmanov gets another finish. So I just playing it safe under two and a half because I don't think this goes to the judges' scorecards. Rachmanov dominates and gets, gets him out of there. Straight up stealing Roberto Duran's nickname. Hands of stone. <laughs> Straight up doing that. All right, Bo Nickel. This is pretty interesting, actually. Bo Nickel, who was a, a national wrestling champion at Penn State, which is National Wrestling Powerhouse, and now he's in the octagon. Bo Nickel going up against Jamie Pickett. What do you like here? Nickel's a massive favorite. Yeah, exactly. So there's no value. There's no value putting him into a parlay or anything like that. So you got to get really creative. There's a reason Bo Nichols on the pay-per-view to open in his UFC debut. He hasn't fought in the UFC, just on the Contender Series. UFC's high at him. This is a squash match. This is a showcase fight for Bo Nickel. So what is he going to do? He's going to get Jamie Pickett, who succumbs takedowns, who's been tapped out before. Let's get really creative, Gil. Round one via submission. It's a dollar oh five. Let's go. As a yeah, as opposed to paying that, look, because that's what he does. He goes out there, double legs, single legs guys, and taps them out. Um, and, and this guy could also be a future champion, so this is an opportunity for him to showcase his talents against a guy in J.B. Pickett not on his level. All right, uh, Jordan, we got 30 seconds. Give me one play on the prelims. I like the Cuban Missile Crisis, Julian Marquez. I think he bounces <laughs> back for being finished. Yeah, uh, Mark andre Barrio, I faded him a ton in his career. Just, I, I don't think he's a UFC caliber fighter. I think Marquez is going to be able to top, top out the weather, the early storm, get some takedowns and get a finish. And he's an underdog right now on the, on the prelim. So Julian Marquez, uh, straight up money line to, vi- to win over Mark andre Barrio. Julian Marquez plus 130 on the prelims against Mark andre Barry, all that. Thank you so much, Jordan. Appreciate it. We should all be nicknamed after international crisis, by the way. (laughs) 
Cuban. I, I know you like me throwing out the nickname, so I whenever I can, I will for you, and I know that'll be your play. That's what I'm here for, Jordan. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Good, see, good seeing you, and have a good time in South Florida. Jordan Sherwood, everybody. Hey, how about the new first strike uh, schedule? They'll be coming up on Tuesdays and then airing Wednesday through Friday at 12 a.m. Pacific time. So if you're up in the middle of the night, you need some UFC action, check that out at VSIN. Adam Burke on the other side, next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, it's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, we got all kinds of screens here in studio, and they show all kinds of like random sporting events. Uh, NBA TV showing a Pistons-Celtics game from March of 1985. And we're trying to figure out, oh, it's a regular season game between these two teams. Why are they showing it? Well, Kevin McHale scores 56 in this game. And it's, it's a career high. And I may have my dates wrong, but I want to say, is this, is this not the game where Bird keeps feeling McHale, f- keeps feeding him, and then he d- he only stops at 56. He doesn't get to 60. And then Bird turns around and then drops 60 against... Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans, that game where like the Hawks players are on the bench just dying. The bird is hitting everything. <laughs> I know you. I, always, I know you always talk about how you have just like tennis channel constantly on, yes. like in your place in the background. Yes. I always have NBA TV, of course, on randomly, and it it'll be so funny how many times a week I'm like walking past the TV or something. And I'm like, ooh, this game from 1995. Like, let me watch it. Like 15 minutes later, I'm like, I gotta get back to work. What am I doing? They don't show enough older NBA, like 19, late 70s, early 80s NBA. They 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 usually don't dip into the 70s. Yeah. The 80s you'll catch sometimes. A part of the reason, by the way, is have you tried watching a, a 70s NBA game? Yeah. Oh my God. Mid-range jumper. Mid-range jumper. And Tom Henderson yo-yos the dribble. Very very softly and quietly up the court. This will take 10 seconds. By the way, Chrissy Andrews loves to tell the story. The Seattle Supersonics won the NBA title in 1979. Gus Williams and downtown Freddie Brown used to have conversations dribbling the ball up the court. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's how slow the game would be sometimes. Yikes. Adam Burke joins us in studio, ladies and gentlemen. He's one of the... Big pieces of glue that holds this whole operation together. It's kind enough to join us to talk college hoops, talk baseball. How you doing, man? I'm good. How about you guys? We're great. We Can, can we start with something a little different? Sure. Uh, can, you're a great person to have here. I'd like you to be the arbiter of a little problem that Kelly Bidlin is mm. having with Matt Brown. Yes, yes. Good. I'm glad I have you both. Yes. Fair or foul? Block or charge situation, okay? Fair or foul? So, uh, for those of you out there in the audience that... Consume long shots, which I'm sure is all of you. Everybody Every should single be. human. <laughs> so on long shots this week, we are recording. We're doing a normal thing. We're breaking down the tournament, the course, all the stats we're looking at. And at the end, we get through our whole betting card, okay? And right before Matt Brown's about to launch into his betting card, I go, Matt, 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 hold up, hold up. $20 bet right now, just friendly gentleman's bet. If I predict one of your outrights, and he's like, uh, Okay, fine, sure, go ahead. I'm like, all right, we're on Bermuda grass this week. Sam Burns, you're not going to be able to avoid at 55 to 1 plus, okay? And he's like, nope, nope, don't don't have him, don't have him. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Like, I made an ass of myself. Clearly, uh, I, I, I assumed I was going to nail it perfectly, didn't at all. So we get done recording the podcast, and as usual, I'm like, hey, Matt West, send me all your plays. we got to get them in the system so we can get them all out to the whole audience and everything, yada, yada, yada. 20 minutes after we get done recording, I get an email from Matt Brown with his outright tickets card that has Sam Burns on it, 60 to 1. So the question is, from your perspective, 
are, are you owed fifty dollars? Is that what? Is that well, what? I mean, yes, that, and I don't know. I would like a little bit of an apology. You know what? I mean? We were <laughs> on air. I got clowned more than. But yet he actually had the bet. Adam Burke, you're ruling. Well. I mean, are we sure that he had the bet while you were recording, or did you just remind him? Or maybe I talked him into it. Then you talked him into it. Maybe that. Maybe well, that's I mean, it. I don't know. I, if maybe Sam, if was... Sam Burns wins, you should get a piece of it then. That's what. it oh, is. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna make the cut. So I think Matt Brown's pretty safe. Also, like, what's what's twenty bucks to Matt Brown? <laughs> I, well, that right? was kind of my like, thing, right? It was like I know it's such a little amount. Come on. Is, I that, do, is I... that why I'm doing two segments today, and he's not doing the eight thirty segment? <laughs> Are we boycotting that we got Brown over on such the show? A huge fight over it. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm doing the 8:30. Oh, you're on to us, Adam. No, that's not why. The the uh, I think Adam's point is right though. If he was thinking about Sam Burns but just hadn't put him on there yet, he's kind of right, I guess. Yeah, because you you sort of like it was it's sort of like the guy who comes up is like a twenty dollars says you do this, and the guy never agrees to it, kind of thing. Sure. So I mean, I think know. about it this way, right? Like, know. if Sam Burns isn't going to make the cut, you cost him more than twenty dollars yeah. on that bet. So you still you win technically. See that that's what, it was a good time to bring it up. You're yeah, right, Gil. Yeah. You're if right. we could just get him to do the field goal challenge, though, that would be wonderful. I've heard about this for like two years. <laughs> it has been going on for two years. That's yeah, why. You, you know what? It's kind of better as legends. I mean, the, the weather's yeah. starting to break. No, no, it has to be the it, Adam. You don't understand. Matt needs the exact pristine conditions <laughs> that that you know will allow him to go outside. He doesn't really go outside so much unless the barometric pressure is perfect. I was going to say we could pull like an old school and like show up in the parking lot of the grocery store and just put a bag over his head and take him <laughs> in the back of the van. But he has all of his groceries delivered, so we can't do what, that. What we'll a, have to figure out something else. What a sweet 70s detective show kidnapping that is. <laughs> Grab a van. Just, <laughs> I mean, he'd appreciate it, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk. Let's, we'll start baseball first, then we'll work our way to college basketball. Uh, we've talked about all the rule changes. You were you brought up the schedule changes, I think, before anybody did when we were talking about it. You're doing your previews already. You're writing through all these. Yeah. Um, do you think the rule changes will create a betting opportunity early in terms of totals being muted and not adjusted quick enough? I, I don't know. I mean, until we see them, I don't really know because, you know, I had talked to Christy Andrews and, and Vinny Maliulo about, you know, kind of my preseason prep. And I said, you know, I, I don't know what you want to do with the totals. I don't know if you want to maybe shade them five cents to the over, 10 cents to the over, maybe go up a half run just to start and kind of see what happens. Because something else I started thinking about um, actually this morning, because I had just written the first draft of the Braves preview. Mm -hmm. So the Braves have one of the highest pull percentages in baseball, right? They also have one of the highest exit velocities. So there's a high correlation between pulling the ball and hitting it hard, right? How many left-handed batters shied away from pulling the ball right. because of the shift? So I think, as we talked about in last week's segment, I think there could be a little bit of a drop in pitch velocity with guys not having as much recovery time between pitches. But I also think there could be an increase in exit velocity because now guys that shied away from pulling the ball are going to say, you know what the hell with it? I can pull it through the infield now. So that's what I'm going to do. Great point. So I think there could be something of an offensive uptick. The problem, of course, is going to be the ball doesn't carry in April, right? Because of the weather. So this may be something where mm. April could be kind of slow offensively. Mm. And then all of a sudden, May, June, and July just explode with offense. Wow. So many things to bet. And do you agree with me that the, like the bigger bases one, the one that's sort of getting lost in the shuffle, actually could be a bigger deal than anything? Because how many how many people who try to steal bases in baseball, it's like a bang bang play, right? 
And so wouldn't that make a difference? Like, I just think offense will has to. I mean, like, they've already proven it. Like, when they've tested all this stuff out at the minor league level, singles are increasing. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want. They don't want this to be a home run strikeout sport. Right. So, and And I think the thing with the stolen bases, and we've kind of seen this a little bit in spring training where – a lot of the smart baseball people I follow are like, look, there's an increase in stolen base attempts in spring training anyway. Guys are trying to make the team, right? They're trying to be aggressive. They're trying to, you know, pad as many stat categories as they can. So there's always an increase in stolen bases in spring training anyway. But in the minor leagues, when they used the bigger bases last year, there was an increase in attempt rate that was pretty sustainable throughout the course of the season. And not only that, if you only get the two disengagements, right, and you're not able to stand there, freeze the runner, whatever, because of the pitch clock, guys are going to get bigger jumps. Of course. So I think stolen bases are absolutely going to go up, not necessarily as a byproduct of the fact that the base is bigger and guys will maybe get to it a little bit quicker, but just simply because pitchers can't control the running game nearly as well. Anymore. I really wish somebody would go Ricky Henderson, Vince Coleman on this sport this year. I really do. Like, I hope, I wish there was somebody, and I don't know who it is, who would just be like, you know what? I'm stealing bases left and right. right. I'm, I'm exploiting this every time I get on a bag. Anyway, it is going to be fascinating. More, um, more catcher throwing errors. More you know, catch- guys yeah. are going to have to get off the throw much, much quicker. Yep. You know, their pop times are going to either have to be faster or they're going to be more erratic. So you're going to have balls going into center field. I think that some of the analytics people and being a person who's into sabermetrics and data myself, I think some of them are really underselling how much of an impact this can have because they're looking at video clips and they're like, Oh, well see, there's only, you know, this player only had 11 hits taken away by the shift. Okay. But like I said, how often would he pull the ball? If he gets to first and he's a guy that can run a little bit, all of a sudden does he turn that single into a double Mm -hmm. throw goes into center field. All of a sudden he's on third guy puts a ball in play run scores. I do think that this will absolutely increase offense. But like I said, I don't know if it happens right away in April because of the atmospheric conditions that kind of temper offense to begin with. Yeah. Run expected. I'm kind of hoping it doesn't, right? I'm kind of hoping that scoring is low in April and everyone's like, oh, the yeah. rule changes didn't make a difference. And that'll and that'll give and us then, an opportunity. That's right. a good way of looking at it, too. Uh, real quick, as we go, we'll do college basketball after the break. When doing your previews thus far, because I know you go into it maybe thinking one thing and then you start doing your research and you start writing it. This used to happen to me, too. You're like, oh, I didn't think about, oh, wait, wait a minute. I got this team all wrong. Mm-hmm. Is there a team that surprised you, either to the good or to the bad? So, not a full team, but a unit. I think the Royals' offense could be a lot better than I actually expected. The Royals' offense? So, I think the Royals' offense will be better. I think they'll be a great team to bet overs with. Mm. Because I think their pitching staff is very poor, but I think their lineup will be improved. Okay. That's that's interesting. And have you made any bets yet? I am not. I'm still digging through all the data. And again, the rule change is just, I I have to look at them on a team-by-team level. Okay. And see how how impactful they could be. College basketball with Adam Burke on the other side. His thoughts on uh, games today? Conference tournaments. Is there a conference tournament play that he likes in any of the uh, tournaments that have not begun yet? We'll get into all that. On the other side, it's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Well, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 
Gambler. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, Adam Burke, kind enough to join us again in studio here at the South Point. And before we move on from baseball, I would be remiss, Adam, if I did not mention the World Baseball Classic, which begins on Tuesday, I want to say. You have written extensively about the World Baseball Classic, both uh, as an entire tournament and group by group. Yeah, so I took a little bit of a break from Major League Baseball yesterday to write about the WBC. And like I said, I wrote an overall tournament preview, and then I wrote previews for each of the four pools in this tournament. Now, this year there are 20 teams in the tournament. used to be 16. There are 20 that have qualified this year. So each pool has five teams in it. You play four games in your pool. Then you go to the second round, then the quarterfinals, and so on. So I wrote an overall preview uh, for kind of looking at the odds to win it all, an overview of some of the rosters, then went a little bit deeper in terms of the pool play. Okay. Do we want to give away anything for that? We want to point people to the website? Let's give them a taste. Yeah, I mean, head over to vston.com slash subscribe and check that out, or you can just go to vston.com. You get 10 free page views, so you can use 40% of those, actually 50% of those on my WBC stuff if you really want to. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, Look, I mean, I think when you look overall at the tournament, particularly because of the pool that they're in, where they're like minus a million to advance, I like Japan to win this tournament here at three to one. When you look at the way that this tournament is structured and you look at the way that the schedule breaks out, you're going to have to face Japan with Shohei Otani, Yu Darvish, and Roki Sasaki on full rest twice. Now, Roki Sasaki is a guy that people probably don't know the name. You should and you will after this tournament. And when odds come out for, like, MVP or most outstanding player, whatever they call it, Sasaki's a guy that I'll probably take a look at. So last year in Japan, at 20 years old, he threw a perfect game with 19 strikeouts. <sighs> and his next start threw eight perfect innings and got pulled after 102 pitches. <laughs> The kid is unbelievable. He throws triple digits. The breaking stuff is absolutely filthy. He'll be in the major leagues probably in a year or two, I would say, whenever they decide to post him. Um, But he will be the best pitching prospect probably ever to come out of Japan. Ever. He's 21, and he's going to be on the grand stage here in this tournament. And like I said, I mean, I, I, I think that he has a great chance at winning some hardware in this thing. So we've got Japan from Jason, Japan from Adam. Mm-hmm. Have you heard anything else, Gil? What, I, I think Kelly will be entering a Japan bet. It's interesting because both of them, I think when they said Israel, auto-corrected to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. The thing of it is, I mean, yeah. Japan is in a pool with South Korea. South Korea is really good. I think at 12-1, to 1, they're actually worth a shot to See, win this See, I might thing. take a flyer on that. Yeah, I I mean, look, they're a KBO all-star team plus a little bit of MLB flair. Yeah. And the guys they have in the KBO now are better than the guys they've had within the last couple of World Baseball Classics. But their teams in Pool B are Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. So Japan can lose to Korea and still advance out of that pool and be completely fine. That's not the case for a lot of teams in the other pools. Mm-hmm. So Japan is just, I mean, they're very strong, obviously, as they're you know expected to be. They have the best rotation in, in the entire tournament. But also, they're minus 650 to win their pool. Like I said, like minus a million to advance from their pool. How is this? Uh, how does this work? The pool, the pool play. So you've got the four. Is it four pools? Yeah, four pools. I'm looking at, and then how many qualify? So I'm assuming a, a group winner. Right. It's round robin, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. You play. You play four games within your pool. The top two teams advance. Mm-hmm. And I think run differential okay. is the tiebreaker. I want to say. So the top two teams advance. So like again, with Japan and South Korea, for example, like. None of them are losing to Australia, China, or the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic are in it for the first time, by the way, and haven't had a major leaguer since 1952, for what it's worth. <laughs> well, who could forget that? But, um, 50 to 1 to qualify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Japan's not – Japan may mercy rule some of those teams, to be honest with you. Korea might, too. 
the 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 rules of eligibility to play for certain countries are hilarious. By the way, mm-hmm. like if you have a one grandparent or something oh, kind man, of thing, yeah, yeah. Like, like even like the Olympic ties get ridiculous yeah. sometimes, or, or like the the U.S. men's soccer team, like back in the day, where like none of them you were like Americans. Yeah. Well, well like Marcus Stroman's playing for Puerto Rico. Sure, he is. He was the MVP in 2017 for Team USA. Yeah. But now he's playing for Puerto Rico because his mom was born in Puerto Rico. There you go. Matt well, Harvey's pitching for Italy. You said yes. Matt Harvey's pitching for Italy. Um, I think Eric Sogard is playing for the Czech team. I think because his mom was born in Prague. So okay. it's it's an interesting tournament to stay Kelly least, Kelly but. Bidlin can play for like four different teams. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Venezuela, here I come. That's right. All right. So we'll look forward to that. Um Yeah, you check that out over at Vston.com. And like you said, it starts on Tuesday, so plenty of time to go and I love look. it, man. I've actually attended World Baseball Classic Games. I saw the championship in San Francisco in the rain a few years back or the set or two iterations back. I can't even remember now. I was going to, but selection Sunday got in the way. Yeah. I've us plays great Britain on uh, the Sunday night of selection Sunday. And my wife and I were going to go to the game, bro. I mean, great Britain. They're going to beat them by a hundred, throw out the records when the U S plays great Britain in baseball, throw them out. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right. College hoops. Do you have a futures play in any college conference tournament? Uh, in terms of the the conference tournaments that have started already, yeah, I mean, I, I took a, a piece of um, Bradley in the Missouri Valley just because I felt like if they got to the championship game against Drake, and they should, that plus 195 was a better number than what I was going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, that conference is okay, but also, you know, for me, it was one of those where I just thought, okay, if they get to this point, plus 195 is better than the coin flip money line, we'll see. So I, I went ahead and took a piece of them. Uh, in terms of the other ones, I mean – I think you have to lay the Oral Roberts price in the Summit League. They're just so much better than everybody else a in that popular conference. pick, yes. Yeah, they're minus 190 favorite. I, I still think, to be honest with you, that's probably a little bit cheap. Uh, and then one I like is, I think Montana State in the big sky. I think Montana oh. State is the best coach team. They are the favorite at plus 140. But Eastern Washington struggled late in the year. Nobody else in this conference is really all that good or all that consistent. Montana State is. So I think at plus 140, you know, they were a good team to look at. The thing of it is, I don't really look too much at too many long shots in these because usually the rolling parlay, the money line parlay, whatever you want to call it, is so much better of a price. But I'll look at a lot more of them, and I'll be writing, I think, maybe six or seven more tournament previews over at vston.com for next oh, week's action. very nice. Big Sky Conference tournament begins tomorrow. Montana State won't play until Sunday uh, when they will play a quarterfinal game. That's one of the more conventional brackets in terms yeah. of some of these uh, brackets that they're set up to. And I want to mention something real quick. Please, yeah, I do. Because I hear this every year, and it pisses me off, and I'm tired of hearing it. Oh, wow, I like this. He's it's mad. hard to beat Get a team him. three times in a season, right? Oh, How Dr. much do you hear that? Dr. You know, Bob talked about this time. yesterday. All the time. Yeah. And it's just not true. No. It's just not. One team is just generally better than the other, generally better coached than the other. You look at the first two meetings, and they won the game comfortably, they're probably going to win the third one comfortably, too. By the way, we say this in football, too. When, yeah, it, I, when I two teams that. meet in the playoffs, that's really hard to beat a team. That, no, it's not. No. There's no, there's there's, no evidence there's to support that. nothing this. that supports that. Yeah. Uh, that's one of, irritating. Great, one of the great sort of. Because that's the nice thing about conference tournaments, right? Yeah. You usually have two same-season data points mm. of what happened between the two teams. Mm-hmm. Like, if the team won by 15 in both games, like, why, why would it be hard for them to beat that team a third time? Did you play anything today specifically? Um, I haven't played anything yet because I still need to get the article posted. Um, you know, you guys are mad at Matt Brown, so I had to come in 15 minutes early. Um, but oh. I, I do like Northern Illinois. They're laying four and a half against Eastern Michigan. 
this is a case where I think people are going to look at Eastern Michigan and say, well, they have to win the game because they're kind of on the cut line for the MAC tournament. The MAC tournament only takes the top eight instead of all 12 now. So they're on the cut line for that. But I think Northern Illinois is just a better team. Northern Illinois can finish 500 in conference play, something they haven't done since 2019. So I think they're sufficiently motivated enough themselves. Uh, line has come down from five and a half to four and a half, but I think Northern Illinois is the side there. Um, other than that, it's a it's a tough card. One other thing I should mention real quick is in these conference tournaments, if you have the ability to look at the history of them, like Arch Madness, the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament is notorious for unders. Mm-hmm. The style of play, they're playing in St. Louis in a big NHL arena. There's 400 people at the games in the first and second round. You see unders get bet down three, four, five, six points at the open. So try to jump on those early in these conference tournaments. The Big West is out here now, but it used to be in Anaheim, and that was an under par- an under paradise because it's a 19,000-seat arena and there's 12 people watching the game. I went to the uh, Pepperdine Pacific game last night. Not that it's a uh, hockey Dude, I was on Pacific. Good for you because they couldn't miss a three to save their Which lives. Which is good. You, it was so quiet in there. You could hear a pin drop. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was painfully silent. Right. What an atmosphere. <laughs> I was just unbelievable to be there for that uh, excitement. Adam, thank you as always. Absolutely. Appreciate it. By the way, your pro tip has to do with what Adam said earlier. Uh, Japan, bringing a lot of firepower to the World Baseball Classic. Consider them at three to one or better to win it all. That's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.